From the banks of the Avon, this is Black Sheep Rebranded, the place where you never have to worry about fitting in or being accepted. All are welcome. The leader of our pack is Rick Sherwood. He's willing to share with us his take on this crazy world. His insights come from not only his experience as a psychotherapist, but also his many life experiences. His hope is to help us live our best lives as we continue on our own ever-changing personal journey. I don't know about you, but I can't wait to hear what's on his mind today. Hey folks, welcome. Welcome to another podcast and welcome to another, you know, 20 minutes of your life or 25 minutes of your life where Rebecca and I have, have stormed around and we've we've kicked ideas around and and apparently today, um, what we're, we're, we're going to talk about, and, and I said to Rebecca, I said, I'm going to take this in a direction that that I hope she's going to find intriguing. And, and so my matrix is, is, is that's the very beginning, right? Because she's the first person who hears these podcasts. And so because she's listening to them, she's recording, she's doing all the sound equipment, she's making sure this works. And so sometimes the eyebrows tell me an awful lot of stuff. Sometimes the eyebrows and, you know, when the, when the cheeks go up on a, on a, on a thought or the forehead kind of furrows up, then I, I know I'm either going in a good direction or bad. So, so I get this, this nonverbal feedback, but, um, what we decide today is why is it that we as humanity is always looking or appears to be looking for difference versus ways to be together? And, and I think it's the individualism in humanity that makes people want to stand out, wants a group to stand out, wants uh, a, a place in the planet to stand out. And so standing out um, gives us a, a sense of rarity because differences. So if you take the entire planet is made out of some sort of rock or mineral, uh, but we give great value to certain uh so lithium gold diamonds um if you've ever seen a white sapphire white sapphires to me are just as beautiful as diamonds are and uh and yet they don't have near the value they don't have near the value because of the rarity and the perceived rarity and yet i would love to see anybody uh go out in your backyard and dig up a white sapphire um because you're not Right, you're gonna to have to mine it. You just like you're gonna to have to mine it for a diamond. But but again, it's just this this sense of where we put the priorities. And so, when we're looking for differences, what we're looking for often is this sense of value and this sense of rarity. I think it'd be really lovely. Uh, anybody who scuba dives uh, is gonna get this right away. Anybody who's who's never been underwater scuba diving is gonna go. I maybe need to walk watch a you know a documentary or something. But when you get down on a coral reef and you see nurse sharks and eels and countless different types of fish and dolphins and turtles and birds, like literally, yes, birds that will, you know, fly over and will scoop down into the water to, to go fishing for, for, uh, for various fish that they want to eat. There is nobody there looking for a difference. And yet they are. And it's, again, it's this really weird, funny thing because you will see a school of fish and you will go 10 feet and see another school of fish and you'll go 200 feet and see another school of fish and they are typically similar fish. 
And so, but as much as you see the fish that are looking to congregate together to be with their kinfolk, you also see across a reef a ton of fish, a ton of, of animals that are just intermixed everywhere, enjoying their little journey, their little place. And so you'll see a lobster come walking by, and you'll see a turtle swim by, and you'll see a puffer fish do its thing, and you see lionfish, you see all kinds of fish. And they all sit there doing their own thing, not really caring about the comparison. Because they each see themselves as having this unique ability, or these unique traits, and these unique things. And so... I remember a guy I used to know years ago, and uh, one of his brothers had had taken uh, to be um, to reclarify that he only has one brother, uh, but his brother had taken a, a fantastic photo of a cleaner fish cleaning the 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 mouth of another fish, and so there's different fish within the reef that play different roles, and so these cleaner fish go around and they actually literally clean other fish. And so you have all of these different animals and you, you see it on whales all the time where, you know, barnacles and other things will attach to their tails and they just go along and feed through the water column as the, the fish swims. And, and again, it's this beautiful coexistence. Humanity, I don't think, is quite there yet um, based on, you know, lots of things that we see in the news every day to understand we don't need to look for our differences. Our differences automatically stand out. You're five foot five. You're six foot five. It's an obvious. Your eye color, your hair color, all of these things. And so standing out, I again, I don't think should have quite the emphasis because, again, it's, it's a... It's a thing that we automatically see. We don't need to spend the time and the energy trying to promote our differences, promote our uniqueness. I remember watching uh, a documentary on, uh, on, I actually forget the subject matter. Actually, uh, Anyhow, it doesn't matter. The fact is, uh, in that documentary, they were saying that the state of Kentucky was... Uh, uh, trademarking the name Kentucky and that anybody who used that name would have to pay royalties back to the state because of the uniqueness of the word Kentucky and the Kentucky, everything that goes with Kentucky. And and I thought to myself, that's really kind of sad. Um, I then read uh, not that long ago, uh, we were doing a directed uh, meditation for a client and we used uh, a little bit from uh, The Lion King and um, Akuma Matata. And from what I understand, Disney has trademarked uh, the term Akuma Matata, despite the fact that that was a, uh, a, a statement, a, a phrase that was used by a culture. Uh, and, and corporations all the time, they, they want us to use their their ideas, use their things, but they also don't want us to use them because, again, like Akuma Matata, they sit there and they go, well, no, you can't use that because we've trademarked it from the movie The Lion King and from the play. And again, I think some of these things are really sad because standing out should be celebrated. 
But standing out shouldn't and doesn't need to be forced upon anybody. But again, going back to what I originally said, we want to stand out as people because we don't want to be, we don't want to feel less than. You get into a new relationship, you always want to stand out as being something truly unique that separates you from any other person that they've ever dated, ever were married to, ever were with. You truly want to know that this is truly a special thing. That kind of standing out, that kind of comparison is not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. It becomes both a good or bad thing based on the next conversations that happen. So you get into a relationship and the person goes, yeah, my ex was amazing. Okay, well, that's wonderful. What am I supposed to do with that? Well, you know, my ex was my, and again, and I hear this all the time from clients. I hear this all the time and I've, and I've experienced it firsthand where people will use their exes as comparatives to put you down. When you hear that, again, that's a toxic place and you need to run like hell the other way and never look back. It doesn't matter how amazing that person is, how much you, you think things could be amazing. The person who is doing that is setting up a paradigm that's, that's so hard to change. And again, I've, I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've watched it in relationships, couples, firsthand, friends, family. What we need to do is we need to understand there's a time and a place to make a comparison. There's a time and a place where we shouldn't. Stop and think about that. It's about learning that difference. When is it appropriate? When is it not appropriate? When is it appropriate to make these comparisons? And when is it appropriate to make comparisons about standing out? So if I look at my life and I think about the people that I'd gone out with over, over my lifetime, yeah, I, I think maybe the shortest person I've ever gone out with is like maybe five foot two. The tallest person's like five ten, five eleven. Um, so should the five foot two person feel inferior to the five eleven person? Should the five eleven person feel superior or inferior because the five eleven isn't going to fit into a petite wardrobe? Again, does any of these things matter? What matters? is what does the person bring? And how do we make these comparisons? And how do we convey them? And how clear are we in this conveyance of information? And that's where the idea of comparisons and why do we compare, we have to understand right off the bat, why are we making comparisons? Why are we doing the things that we're doing? Are we doing them to truly stand out? Or are we doing them for some other nefarious reason? And this is, again, this is this, this huge dilemma that we have. Why? And unfortunately, all too often, the person who starts either by asking about the comparison or the person who offers the comparison, often there is no, there is no uh, clear destination. One of the downsides to me and, and people will say this to me all the time, is a fair bit of clarity in why I'm asking, clarity in communication, clarity of thought, clarity in purpose. And so again, uh, this is one of these things where we are unique. 
And so I will sit there and I will ask questions as to why. Can you explain this? Can you give me the reason? Can you give me the understanding? Can you do these things? Because again, I, I want to understand so that I have a place of safety. I have a place of knowing. I have a place of understanding. And all too often, the person that I've been asking these questions of, they're not doing that. They're doing it from, why am I being questioned? Why? What? What? And so then they go down all kinds of rabbit holes within their own mind that don't necessarily feed anything to push us further. They don't really do a whole lot to actually make our worlds better. What they do is they sit back and they go, oh my word, I'm being questioned. And so therefore, I'm going to give horrible answers or I'm going to give answers that are going to put you down. And lots of times when people are asking about comparisons or asking about comparisons when they're in a vulnerable state, they're not doing it from a point of, of anger. Sometimes they do, for sure. So please don't get me wrong. There's times that people make a comparison question to prove because they are angry and they want to prove a point. But just as often, comparative questions are being asked from a point of vulnerability. Because the person wants to be loved, they want to feel included, they want to feel valued. And so, in those times, instead of quickly answering the questions, instead of harshly answering the questions, if we could just take a few minutes to step back and go, wow, what does this person really bring to the table for me? How is it? And so, when you go to school to do what I do for a living... um, outside of these podcasts, there's a thing called being critically reflexive. And what that means is you're looking at not only why, but two or three things behind the why. So it it ends up being kind of like this, this funnel where we just get more and more and more focused into what is the driving thing behind it. So when I look at my family, when I look at 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 my life, feeling loved and feeling appreciated and feeling wanted is truly a place of vulnerability for me. And so I don't need to go into the details. I I simply am, am being honest that truly feeling wanted, loved, appreciated, um, admired, um, for who I am, you know, the, 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 incredibly high-maintenance drama queen that I am at times, which I am, truly. It's huge. I want to feel valued. I want to feel loved. I want to feel needed. And so I will ask comparisons because I want to feel safe. And so I'm kind of unique. I have this this ability, right, to to do this really easily. Why am I asking the questions? When am I asking the questions? How am I asking them? But a lot of people, again, when they start asking these questions, they're asking them because they're struggling with trying to fit in. They're struggling with trying to understand the comparisons that they're hearing around them. And they're trying to understand, do they fit? And so going back to what I had said before about, about the fish and about humanity, we all stand out a little bit. And so sometimes what we should be doing is spending time celebrating what uniqueness the person brings to us, what what unique things that they do, 
that make us feel special, make us feel wanted, make us feel connected. Those are things that would be wonderful for us to spend some time to just stop and think about. I remember a client quite a while ago saying, you know, he wanted kids, but his wife didn't want kids. So then he found a mistress, somebody to have an affair with, who wanted kids, and that person got pregnant. And then he wasn't sure what to do. And I said, well, if you want to be a father, and the person that you're married to doesn't want children, and is adamant about it, then as much as you love her, you have to make a choice. And you had already apparently made that choice that you wanted your own children and your own family to fit in with. Well, he didn't like that because he wanted to fit into both worlds. He wanted to fit into the world of his wife and he wanted to fit into the world of being a dad. Well, sometimes we have to choose because we can't fit into all the worlds that we want to. And so when we're looking and when we're hearing and when we're talking about how do I fit, where do I fit in, the comparison statements, ask yourself again, why am I asking this question? Am I asking it from a point of anger or am I asking it genuinely from a point of vulnerability? And you're going to find most people who are asking this are doing it from vulnerability. They're not doing it to be contentious. It may sound like it. But they want to know, am I unique enough that you truly want me? Am I, am I truly unique enough? Do I truly stand out enough that you truly want me? But am I also ordinary enough that you think you can have me? Think about that. Just think about what I just said. The comparison between being unique enough for somebody to move heaven and earth to get you, keep you, want you, have you forever, and yet ordinary enough for the person to think that they actually can, that they have the ability. And people all the time will look at me and they go, I have no idea where I would fit in your world. I have no idea about this or that or something else. They don't actually look, how can they fit in? They do a comparison and they say, how do I not fit? So spend a bit of time, folks, and I mean truly, spend a bit of time thinking about why you're asking these questions. And maybe you might want to preface the fitting in or not fitting in right up front with, why do you want to know this? Because if it's about love, if it's about wanting to know that you truly stand out and that you're truly special... Preface it with that. I actually say, this is what I need. Not trying to uh, cause a scene here. Not trying to be overly needy. I just want to know, in your lifetime, the people you've met, the people you've come across, and whether your lifetime is 18 years or 16 years or 50 years, when you look back and you go, why me? Why now? Why whatever? How do I fit? And don't often look too hard either for the answers, because sometimes the answers are really hard to come by. So look for everything. Don't judge too harshly. And don't worry so much 
If you don't like the answers, if you don't understand the answers, please, honestly, don't be afraid to ask again. But also don't be afraid to walk away when the person says, hey, I don't know. I don't think you're that special. Or they give you stuff that you know, they're just lying to you. So again, this whole thing about comparisons, I wish we could live like fish on a reef. Anybody who's ever gone diving, get down there in that, that, that sweet spot of, of the coral reefs away from the waves and the fish are just there hanging out doing their thing, all different kinds. Again, all just doing their thing, swimming here and there, hanging out, everybody getting along, nobody worrying too much about, am I sucking in too much oxygen out of this water or am I doing this or am I doing that? Again, it's a beautiful place. So please, spend some time, get out there, see the world, explore it. And when it comes to trying to do the comparisons between people, be kind. And understand that people simply want to know that they're safe. Y'all be good. Chat again. Thanks. Again, thank you very much. It's Rick Sherwood here again. Thank you very much. As I continuously say, really appreciate everyone who tunes into these podcasts. Uh, But please keep in mind, uh, all the information contained within these is not meant to be a supplement or meant to be a replacement for psychotherapy or for anyone truly struggling with mental health. Please reach out to uh, a therapist and somebody qualified to help you out. If these ideas trigger something within you where you need to do that and you're not sure where to go, by all means, please reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to. Uh, go to blacksheeprebranded.ca uh, and we can direct you in, un- in unbelievable different directions. Piracy, please don't pirate the information in this. It is proprietary. Uh, please also make sure that, uh, that you understand that this isn't about us wanting to be greedy about our ideas. This is us wanting to make sure that our ideas are uniquely and collectively kept as ours so that we can use them as we see fit and not how other people want to do it for their own piracy and their own benefit. Y'all be good. Take care. Bye-bye.